0: what's up guys welcome to the in him blog podcast i'm Mabel stevens and today i have with me two amazing guests they are old friends of mine from high school their testimony is absolutely amazing we are going to be talking about um the topic of the consecrated bride and pre marital sex in the church um so i want to introduce you guys to derek is a youth director at his church and has me is a speech pathologist but she also leads a small group can i just chime in with the speech pathologist aspect as well she has helped me a great deal with my speech impediment and just taught me techniques to help grow past that so yeah um i'm excited to have you guys on and just share your testimonies i've had the privilege of being able to not walk alongside them but see them walk out their love for God and, and faith, and faith in this world, and it's been like a uh, inspiration and testimony to my life as well, so I'm excited to dive into this conversation. Can you tell us how we met? Can you, yeah, share with the audience how we met.
1: Uh, if I am correct, I'm pretty sure we were in the dance room in school, uh-huh. and you were reading a Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you remember? I didn't remember. Okay, okay. How do you think you were going to remember? And I was just like, you're
0: um, for me, what got me was, I was reading the Bible because we had, I forgot, like, do you remember those portions of classes where, of class where we had to read a book? Mm-hmm. ar Oh, yeah. Reading, reading. So we had to read a book. I have no other book. I'm just like, I'm going to read the Bible. I don't care. <laughs> I'm reading my Bible, and Destiny looks to me, and she comes over, like, I'm in the corner. And she comes over, and I'm like, who's this little weirdo? <laughs> and she's like, what is that? I was like, a Bible? And she goes, you're reading your Bible in school? Like, not allowed to have them in school mm-hmm. like that was shocking to me to hear that and yeah. you, you came from new york at the time yeah so mm-hmm. is it that upstate or up north you guys weren't allowed to have bible yeah we didn't
1: bring bibles to school at all was it
0: like like law not permitted i
1: don't know if it was a law i just remember it being in school like you can't bring your bible wow. to school at all so okay. seeing Pretty you i was just like doing? <laughs> it was like she's gonna go to jail, y'all. She trying to be like Paul today,
0: and that's the funny thing because in school, I feel like you were like Paul, like if any, oh my right, oh right. right and she tried she, people's lives for no she, reason, just all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So now, can you share me your testimony of, of when you got saved, how that how transpired, that how, 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 how do you get there?
2: So, um, the first time I felt like the Holy Spirit, I felt Jesus, was when I was 16 years old, right? So, I was already dating Destiny, and um, I knew she was saved, and she told me that she got saved at a conference, right? It was at an Acquire the Fire conference. So, me being, you know, a 16-year-old, you know, Casanova, thought I was cute and romantic, (laughs) I was like, I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday, we're going to go to the same conference where you got saved because that's cute. That's romantic. And I get it, to it spend is. the whole day with you <laughs> without parental supervision was <laughs> my mind. Right. I'm going to be real. with you, Right. So I buy the tickets to go to this conference. It's in Tampa. My mom drives us over there and, uh, the entire conference was just, it was, it was eye-opening, because I grew up Catholic, so yeah. we kind of just went to church, and it was just like, ah, uh, okay. But this was like a youth conference, and they had like plays and skits, and wow. like mm-hmm. um, LaCrae was performing at it, and this was the first time I ever got exposed to this side of Christianity. Yeah. And then um, at the last moment, everybody was worshiping, and it was just a, like an arena full of young people worshiping God, and it just, it hit me for the first time. And it was just like this is this is different. And I and I wanted to explore that feeling. Yeah.
0: So so is that when you um accepted Christ You give your life to him? And-
2: so I so yes, I would say that's the time I accepted Christ. It was it wasn't until I was twenty that I would say that I was truly saved. Like yeah. my because I kinda struggled going back and forth for a while, but uh yes, that was the first time.
0: And I think like that's that's that walk that we all go through, even myself, like some would consider me super safe because I jump up <laughs> and down in service and I yell, <laughs> you know, they're like, that girl's super safe, right? <laughs> but, um, yeah, that back and forth walk yeah. and even within um, relationships I had at the at the, at, at the time. I want to ask you guys, so you specifically, Derek, what was it about
2: her that made you
0: so pursuant? Like...
2: <laughs> I... I don't know. Um to be honest, when I started dating Destiny, it was just like, I just want to have a girlfriend. Oh, it was, really? It was really the attitude that I had.
0: What? Yes. I, what? Yeah. You just blew my mind. I thought you were like in love because like, so, you were just so consistent and pursuit. And I was like, this kid really cares about this girl. So
2: at, No, that's how I was at first. Later on, <laughs> I did develop those feelings and I did fall in love with her. And it was very much like... I grew up with my my mom and my aunts as heavy influences in yeah. my life. so they always tell me if you like as a man you need to act this way and that way and yeah. it was always very super romantic like ways of thought so like in my mind i always like i'm like super hispanic super like in yeah. love like hot Latin, like just like i love love kind of thing so when i did end up getting a relationship with her and it grew is when i was just like we gonna make this happen okay <laughs> okay and what's what's your side of it
1: um same well you gotta remember we were like 14 15 years old yeah, yeah. so
0: you like, guys, like on, you guys met in eighth grade yes eighth grade and, and you've been together since
1: since high school since like, freshman, freshman year, year. okay yeah. so um like him was like yeah he's cute he was sweet he's just i like we're total opposites i mean if you knew me in high school you know i was just like out there and sure. there he was just like chill quiet soul oh, super and chill. i was like let me see what i can pull out of him kind of oh, silly, my God. Like, um, but i guess he was a total opposite of me and i think that's what attracted me yeah but also you know at 15 you're like you're not thinking you're gonna marry this dude either you're like yeah he'll be a thing and then i'll move on to the next one like god. literally like i had a lot of like guy friends
0: okay. and, uh, <laughs> oh god and, i just I, I want to tell the stories
1: right now but <laughs> i can and then like he'll be for the books kind of thing like that's where my mind was like yeah. it was oh, it'll be it quick and bad like, yeah but obviously god has other plans and um
0: but- so today i want to talk about the topic of premarital sex within the church specifically right and what the bible says about being set apart and living a consecrated means right a life um so i know you guys this story like like i shared previously because i got to be there for much of it and destiny you you and i were best friends and mm-hmm. even though i haven't dated much at the time i was like seeing someone and we would call each other and be like destiny baby and i was like girl girl you know <laughs> We're just gonna leave it at that. But, um, so I wanna ask you guys, what are your, what what is your thoughts on this specifically? What does, actually I want both of you to answer, Derek, you first and then mm-hmm. Destiny, you can. Okay. What does
2: consecration mean to you? What does it look like to you? So to me, consecration just means getting closer to God, right, it yeah. is being more in the presence of God and becoming more like Jesus. Yeah. And in the process of being more like Jesus, you just naturally become consecrated. So that's not the focus on consecration, but the focus on becoming like Jesus.
0: Yes, amen. Destiny have
2: well. Yeah,
1: like he was saying, and um learning naturally your desires change as you draw nearer to him. So what things may have desired you may have desired back then you no longer desire and you don't even realize it sometimes you'll just naturally just let it go. Yeah. Um, and just separating from certain things.
0: Yeah, I think um, the term consecration is such an old term um it's not used anymore and so when you when you hear this word your mindset is kind of like what, what are those people back in the day where it was like turn or burn you know christians like that you guys ever heard that term where, where oh my goodness no where it's like um it's either you the ones that would sit on the sit on the side of the road and be like Oh your yes. rep- yes. or else yes. you'll to hell. You see like, in
2: Spanish we call it rajatabla. What is that? That's like old school like your Bible numbers yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I think when people <laughs> to hear that term, it's denoted as such a poor thing, as mm-hmm. such a bad thing, but I think it's it's still important in the church today. The church specifically sure. like and and When when I want to talk about this topic, that's why I want to specifically address the church and not more so like the world, but more so like the body of Christ and how does this apply to us, right? So, um, you guys know that, you know, the Apostle Paul, a lot, he refers to the church as the bride of Christ, (laughs) right? Do you guys have, like, a bit of an understanding of what that term means and what what what, what it is to
2: be the bride of Christ? Um, the, being the bride of Christ is kind of like when Paul talked about marriage in itself, right? Yes. So uh, as the woman is supposed to submit to the husband, we're supposed to submit to Christ. And the way that Christ loves us is the way the husband is supposed to love the wife. right? Yeah. Like Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice for us, so now we submit and love him in that same
0: I just love how, like everything that we do is applicable to to to, to what is talked talk about in the word and by the apostle paul right yeah. and that and that everything that that we do is also to um display the glory of god right mm-hmm. so so like how in marriage there is a period where i believe that we're supposed to wait um, before having sex, mm-hmm. and then once you get with your spouse, it's it is is this like holy thing, and you're mm-hmm. and you're and you're able to express that passion and like emotion. Um, I know in the past purity has been talked about and by the church in s- such a poor way mm-hmm. to where sex is like no, we don't talk about it, shut it away, it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But I believe it's right. it's beautiful mm-hmm. and God created it and God intended for us to have it and especially when you're in love with someone and you care for them you want to express that emotion you want to um sh- you want to show them that love as well right what are your thoughts on pre marital sex specifically
1: um like so obviously
0: yeah having sex before marriage what are your thoughts on that
1: definitely believe in waiting okay. um, for sure um <laughs> just because we especially both our parents we came we are the product of sex before marriage okay. so we also saw we grew, i grew up in a broken home you know my parents did not wait till marriage and also because of that i saw the fruit of that wow um, unfortunately so for me i decided at a very young age i was not gonna do that i was gonna wait um and I was determined and I did and I'm I'm proud to say that I mean I remember in high school I'd always say I'm waiting till marriage like I would tell him I don't know what your plans are but my plans are this <laughs> and if you're not down to hang then bye <laughs> um so I definitely believe on on waiting and unfortunately though I was not taught that sex is love and and how it's yeah. it's been in my ingrained in my head don't get pregnant uh you know just wait just wait just wait just wait but it wasn't wait and enjoy it and with your husband yeah kind of thing and i struggled with that a lot in my in my marriage wow
0: um you some of what you just said completely like triggered this train of thought within my mind that i kind of want to divert from the natural flow of questions that i did have um and it's kind of like inspiring, within a way too. But both of you, just your honest opinion, is just kind of talking and flowing as of right now. Um, you said your your parents, or you both came. You're a product of parents who did not wait, and mm-hmm. you came from a broken home. And because of that, you made that choice, like you want to wait. Um, so I want to actually ask, you guys, why do you think? Wait, first question. Does the Bible tell us that we should not have sex before marriage? I know we've heard it spoken about, but is it explicit
2: in the word? Yes, it's in uh, Genesis two twenty four. I mean, it says a, mom, uh, a man shall leave his mother and father and be joined one with his wife, yeah, right? To become one flesh. I mean, that's explicit. It's telling you that you're only supposed to be with one woman. So if you're having sex before marriage, Right, that's not your one woman. You're just going around having <laughs> sex.
0: So, um, in Proverbs five, I know it specifically talks about. It talks to a young man who like just got saved, right, and um, teaches him to 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 only be with one female specifically, right? Um, but but when it's talking about that, it's talking about his wife, his spouse. And but when as I'm analyzing it, I've been trying to get in depth. Like Holy Spirit, God, help me. What what are you saying here? Because why well, i feel like this is to the husband as well but i feel like it's also to those who don't have a significant other yeah. so nowadays in culture i've seen that pe- people use use it in a sense of saying well like i'm dating this person and this person is my one i'm not with anyone else so mm. the, is that does that apply is that accurate is it applicable
2: No, (laughs) because he's like, I don't want to like, no, (laughs) no, 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 it's not. And the reason is because it, without the commitment of the marriage, right? Then it really is. There's no guarantee that it's your person. I mean, me and Destiny were together for since we were, I was 14 years old, and we broke up when we were 20.
0: Yeah.
2: Right, and we never thought we were gonna get back together. So there, again, there's not the guarantee that we were gonna be the ones for each other. So you say that you think you are, but unless you're willing to make the commitment, then you're not.
0: Yeah. Okay. And other thing is, I've also heard like pastors said, pastors say that until you, even if you're engaged, if you're dating, you are single. Yeah. And I think that's pretty accurate and true. Yeah. And the, the reason why that triggers some thought in my head, what what you're saying, like trigger thoughts in my head, is. Um, as I've been studying this topic more so, I, I consider could possibly a part of it be a, the reason why God says for us to abstain from sex until we're married and one with our spouse is because, I'm gonna cry, I'm not gonna cry today y'all um, is is because, ooh, like Derek said, there's, there's no commitment there. Mm-hmm. there there's no commitment there and at any point, like let's say you guys are having sex And yes, there's protection there, and all these things have changed. And we have so much in the world nowadays. But if you end up having a child and you decide to leave each other and go your separate ways, and that child now no longer has like, well, not no longer, but yeah, the commitment aspect isn't there. And Mm -hmm. so it kind of deters from the intention of God for a household to, to be whole, to have a mom and dad within the home. And now that child is dealing with the effects of well, dad doesn't care for me because he's over here I'm having to move in between house to house, yeah. right? Um, that's, that. So yeah, that's where that train of thought came from when you were sharing your stuff. Is that where your train of thought came from with yeah. that how it was for you, like yeah. your, your experience? Yeah. Okay.
1: Definitely. And I would also say that like what you were saying, um, when you're dating, it's easy. You don't have to fight for each other. Right, because yeah. it's like, all right, well, see you later. You know? But when you're married, you're constantly fighting for your marriage because the enemy is ready to attack it. So yeah. it's one thing I make sure that like we have to fight for each other. It's not like, no, we're one now. We're, we're together death to the us part. <laughs> you so know?
0: Now, something that I have seen quite frequently within the body of Christ um, as a whole for quite so many years now is that when... Whoo, when um, young people who end up having s- sex and they're not married or together, end up becoming pregnant, they're encouraged to um, get married. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to give context for your response. So... My sister knows this about me. I, it, it's the most randomest things to happen, but I know it's God. Like, I'll go to a store or somewhere, and I'll keep seeing the same person over and over again, and, and just just anywhere, all throughout time. And they'll it'll be like this encounter kind of regardless, It's like, hey, I need you to talk to this person. And i am like, hey, you know, they'll start having a conversation with me. Most recently, um, this happened with a young man where he sat on my sofa, and he shared with me that, Um, he ended up, he and his other, he he and someone who was seen previously ended up getting pregnant. Um, she didn't want to keep the child, went off and aborted the child and it it grieved his soul and hurt him Mm -hmm. because he didn't have any say. So in Mm -hmm. that, another situation where they were encouraged to get married, did get married. This is going to blow your mind, guys. Found out that the child wasn't his. And there was deception in that. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I think that shows why you should wait to get married. Yeah. And there shouldn't be, like, a haste in any of that. So what are your thoughts on that specific topic of you end up getting pregnant mm-hmm. and you're encouraged
2: to get married? So um, <laughs> let me clarify my answer first. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, I believe uh, God is for family. God is for marriage. Um, do I necessarily agree that people should get married just because they had a kid together? I don't think so. Um,
0: that's heavy mm-hmm. to say. That's yeah. so heavy.
2: The reason is, uh, is very heavily influenced by my personal life. Um, I, again, I was a child out of wedlock. Yeah. Um, my family wow. was Catholic, so they very much pushed for my parents to get together. I don't believe they should have got together. Um, my wow. father went on to cheat on my mom. Um. bunch of times Uh, i asked him once how many times he said he couldn't honestly answer and um it created so much like trauma and things growing up where like if they weren't together i think they would have been great co-parents yeah but necessarily i don't think um they would have been great for marriage but that is also under the idea that they neither one of them were saved Right, neither one of them had a relationship with Christ. Yeah. So they weren't looking for a biblical marriage to begin with. Yeah. So they were forced into a situation because they had a kid together and there was no Jesus in it. In that. Yeah. yeah. So do I think that you should get married if you have a kid? If to a certain degree, yes, because I I do honestly believe God wants families to be together and for marriage to happen. But there is that, that part of me that, that struggles to say yes all the way just because if you don't agree to put Jesus at the center of your marriage, then you shouldn't be getting
1: married. Yeah, yeah I'm in complete agreement with Derek um, just because from my own personal experience, my parents were better off yeah. separated because um, when they were together, I saw so much abuse and, and I had so much trauma from it that I probably would have had a different childhood. Um, and not only just my dad, but also my mom being with another man and, and seeing that pattern yeah. showed me, even if it was, okay, so-called, this is just my dad, no, there was another man involved, it didn't work. So it yeah. makes you think that another man, like the pattern is it's consistent, it shows um, that it, didn't, it doesn't work, unfortunately. I would love for it to work, but I think my childhood would've been different and I wouldn't have experienced what I had if they were together.
0: So now my, my question in regards to, to that because I, I get it. I get why um pastors are more so like, hey, well, you because I heard this said and it frustrated me nonetheless. With, we're more so like, hey, you guys did something in sin. And if you can continue in sin, right, um, then uh, you know that's a bad thing. But if you decide to get married, you're repenting because you're bringing it under a covenant. So uh-huh. just
2: because you had a baby doesn't mean you should continue having sex. It right? doesn't mean you should continue living your life in sin. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you should get married right away. Um, the Bible talks about not being equally yoked. And, um, and and it says in 2 Corinthians 6.14 that do not be yoked together with unbelievers So for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? In that same way why would you, just because you had a child with someone necessarily be married to them i mean paul tells us to if if your spouse is an unbeliever and they leave you to let them leave you right wow. so in that same way why would you hook yourself up with someone that shouldn't be with to begin with
0: wow and that possibly isn't god's will for you exactly for your free life so Derek, i already know your answer to this question because we we butted heads about it because <laughs> my, my opinion has I, I, I'm, I'm evolving, um, mm-hmm. as anyone in the faith is, I'm growing and I'm learning. But I'm thankful to have friends like you guys where we can, like, um, have discussion. Have discussion, he, the way he said, have discussion, he likes to start stuff, right? <laughs> have discussion, you know? yeah. <laughs> So the funny thing about Derek is growing up, Destiny, I used to punk him a lot. Like we would bring up scripture and word and word and word. And now Derek's like, I know my word. Girl. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I know yeah, my word, was yeah. hard to bite him. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, okay, let's <laughs> have this question. <pressure, laughs> you know? Um, but so I'm going to ask Destiny and Derek, feel free to chime in. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on dating? Should Christians date? Is that okay?
1: Um, I'm in the sense, what is your purpose? And dating so are you dating to have a good time and my mind has changed about this now that i'm older but i always say like date for marriage yeah so are we dating with the intention that you're trying to find your future wife or husband or are you dating because you're just trying to see what's out there what do you like basically tasting you know um and so for me i'm just like if you're going to date date for marriage and don't date in high school just you you don't know what you want yet you honestly don't and i think once you get to a level of maturity you start your feelings and your thoughts change and you start to figure out this is what i want in a husband this is what i want in a wife
0: yeah yeah i think that's absolutely accurate because when i was younger um my parents taught us like don't date they never told us why you know they They never told us why i was just like you can't date till you're like 30 and i was like Good lady, I'll be I like but they never told us, like, why to not date. Um, but they they explicitly, like, encouraged us to not date. And because I was never told why, I became, like, it's I wanted to explore. Mm-hmm. I dated a guy for, like, a class period. And it lasted, you know, all but <laughs> one class period. You know? you know, if you if you want to call it date, right? Yeah. But, and then after the fact, I was just like, no, nah, this isn't what I, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And now being older, um, I had one of my most mature relationships wasn't mature but for me it was right Mm -hmm. in my early 20s after I graduated and realizing now that like at that stage as teenagers be honest y'all we are hormonal like hormones are all over the place you Mm -hmm. don't know what you want you're just kind of exploring and it's like if you're not a stage where you can handle those big emotional feelings we'll Mm -hmm. call them that right those passionate Mm -hmm. emotions and you can't act on them (laughs) you know Um, simmer down, simmer (laughs) down and so, okay, Derek, um, what, what, what's your thoughts on, on
2: dating? Uh, for me, it's, it's like what Destiny said, if you're not ready to date, then why, what are you doing? Yeah. Like you're, you're either wasting your time or you're putting yourself in a position to do something bad. Yeah. Um, as a person who did the wrong, did it the wrong way, I can 100% tell you that when you, when you're doing it the wrong way, you can lose it all. Yeah. Right? Um, so like a lot of uh, like I said earlier that me and Destiny started dating when I was 14 years old, right? But at 20 years old we broke up. Yeah. The reason behind the breakup was cuz we were getting too intimate. Thank God we didn't have sex, but it was leading in that direction yeah. because we didn't have a purpose in our dating. Um, and then that led me down a whole crazy path where I started partying and doing everything because I was looking for those feelings still. Wow. All right. So once you build that that need for the feeling, then you're searching for the feeling, and that leads you to a darker and darker place. Yeah. Um, like when me and Destiny ended up getting back together, we were engaged within six months and then married six months after that.
0: I remember. It wasted
2: no time. And the reasoning behind that is because at that point, we knew that this was for marriage. Yeah. Um, when you're dating just to date, you build up bad habits of, of dating different people all the time right of getting to know what you like because you like from this person and that person and this other person but Perfect. in reality when you get married it's one person yeah so you can't pick and choose the attributes that wow. you like because the person that you marry is going to have singular attributes so if you you can't change them you, you can't change what they what they like or what they do so when you build up these habits of oh you know chris like going to the movies <laughs> right and then kyle just loves sports right? But when you marry Steve, who doesn't like to go out, period, it's going to be difficult for you because you're like, I miss going out to sports with Kyle.
0: Whoa, so good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for teaching me. Okay. With that being said, can you guys give me some advice as a single person um, who is also Um, you know, feels like she has a call of God on her life, wanting to do things in the godly order and godly way, right? So for people like myself, right, Mm -hmm. who want to work in the church um, or just feel called to that life in some regards. Yeah. How how to date church? Well, you just kind of said how to date, but like Mm -hmm. advice on how to lead that life and to walk that out.
2: Yeah. Singles. Um, Yeah. So one... I want to tell you that being single and pursuing ministry is probably going to be the best time of pursuing ministry
0: yes. mm-hmm. um paul
2: talks about it it's best to be single right because then all your thoughts are on god yeah right when you are married you have to focus on your first ministry and that is yeah. your spouse Right. so for me and destiny when i first started pursuing ministry it was difficult because i wanted to give all my time and attention to these kids mm-hmm. But then I had to realize I have a wife at home that's yeah. waiting for me, so I was trying to work two jobs and do ministry and meet with kids, and it started affecting our marriage. Yeah. And it's it's realizing that my wife is of course my first ministry, so I have to take care of her first. Um, but when you're single, you don't have that that holding you back, so you can pursue God fully and you can do all these things. You can, you know, take the extra meeting and go the extra mile, right? And it's a wonderful time. But when you start dating it's also a time where you have to be very protective of yourself.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right?
2: It's, it's about not only um, protecting yourself just for marriage in, in the sexual aspect, but it's also protecting your heart. Um, you don't want to start building feelings for someone and then having those hurt feelings carry you on to think of what is Christians in general act like, right? Because wow. you can get a hurt feeling from someone and that can ruin the way you look at the church as a whole. Right because the way people react after a breakup or all of these things these are things that you have to take you know into account for um but when you're dating in a christian minded aspect it's it's ma- mainly about boundaries. God created boundaries for us not because he wants to punish us or wants to keep things away from us, but because he loves us and knows that it's the best place for for things to to grow so like um I work with a youth ministry, and we always tell our kids you know don't date in high school because there's you're not going to be ready for marriage right in yeah. the same aspect even if you're a young adult if you don't have your life together if you ain't got a job if you ain't got a you know you're not doing all these things <laughs> right are you really ready for marriage yeah or are you just ready to do something <laughs> to explore your emotions you explore we'll your emotions matters. right and in that same uh, aspect it's having people around you who have done it, right, who are godly and who want the best yeah. for you, right, those mentors that can guide you both spiritually and emotionally through those those trials and then putting guidelines yeah. of, you know, it's I'm, I can't say it's one thing for everybody because different people have different aspects. I know people yeah. who got married and never kissed while they were dating and I'm like, Praise God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's
0: like, I, my brother, that's not me. It, you it know, was my testimony. Praise Mark God for you. <laughs> praise
2: God for you. Me. And then I know people who kissed, and they were perfectly fine and never God. got tempted, right? Me and Destiny, we, we did get tempted, so we had to place those <laughs> boundaries <laughs> on ourselves. But yeah. it's, it's also remembering not to place boundaries when you feel the strongest, yeah. but when you feel right. the weakest as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. Because so often we're like, oh, I'm reading my Bible, I'm doing great, you know, nothing's going to tempt me. But then that moment where you feel lonely. Yeah. Where you feel sad, yeah. where you just want that attention, that's when you your boundaries aren't as strong as you used to think they were, yeah. and you're weaker. And then that's when things can happen.
0: Yeah. So Destiny, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to I want to ask you. Okay. So just more specifically for someone like myself, um, who is looking, I'm not looking to date. I just mean like for someone like <laughs> myself who may be looking today. At yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay um how would you advise them to date or to seek out a significant other to date like you know just yeah specifically just get look for
1: yeah um so i would say look at their fruit what does it look like um if i was dating again in the world or in church whatever i'd be looking for okay is he searching for god is he a man of god what does that look like in his life what the first question would be is what is your relationship with the lord I, I, everything else will come. I don't care about your favorite color, but like, look, <laughs> what are you actively doing with the Lord? That's yeah. what I want to know. Because if you're not searching God, then I don't care. Like at this point, you can't you can't please me anymore. You have to please God first Ooh. before you can get to me. So, a w- yeah, <laughs> a woman after
0: God's heart,
2: y'all. <laughs> Our youth pastor always says this thing that it when you're pursuing when you're trying to find out who to date, pursue God and see who's around you. Right, see who's running that race with you, and then you'll understand who you should date. Because if they're alongside you, then you know they're pursuing God as well. Then you know that they're a viable person. And then also, one thing he always adds is make sure you're attracted to them. Like, (laughs) it's great that they love God, but at the end of the day, you still have to be attracted to (laughs) them. I gotta look at you. I gotta look at you for
0: the rest of my life. Just (laughs) make sure my eyes ain't sore. You just can't be hard on the eyes, okay? um i love that and just to segue and close everything out um there's this phrase that said and it's specifically speaking about the female it says a woman's heart should be so hidden in god that a man has to seek him to find her Mm -hmm. right and girl give it to me it wasn't (laughs) me someone else but it's okay but um i want to thank you guys so much for being on today there was so much that you guys share, that give insight into things and also um, encourage and inspire me as well as a young person who's just starting this out. I'm like, you guys are younger than me. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I'm Mabel Stevens. I'm Derek Aguirre.
1: I'm Dasmi Aguirre.
0: Be sure to follow them and subscribe to In Him Vlogs.